welcome to The Journey Expressed. I'm Jen Houston. And I'm Mel Boyd. You're invited to come along with us on an adventure discovering the more of God. Welcome back to The Journey Expressed. I'm Mel Boyd. On today's podcast, Jen and I sit down to discuss the meaning of two significant dreams that we each had in 2015. If you haven't yet listened to episode one of The Bridal Dreams, we would encourage you to do so before taking a listen here. And also, we named this podcast The Journey Expressed because we're on a journey of faith just like you. Today's show includes only a part of what we've processed and prayed over for five years. It does not include the entire meaning and process of what we believe that these two dreams mean. It's just the beginning of what we want to convey. We look forward to sharing further detail on how we arrived at these interpretations soon. So stay with us. Here's episode two of The Bridal Dreams. Well, we are so thrilled to share with you part two of the Bridal Dreams podcast. We are going to go today, we'll recap what we talked about last time, which are two significant dreams that um, we each had in 2015, and we feel like they are now dreams for 2020 because of the revelation that the Lord has really um, given to us and unpacked you know, through our lives as we've prayed together and just really sought him and wise counsel. We welcomed many voices in um, to help us interpret these dreams and understand them and apply them. So we're going to get into the depths of that today. But first, let's do a quick recap of the dreams. So Mel, do you want to take it from there? Yeah. So we, we wanted to just pull out from the dreams, the things that were um, really the same in both dreams. And I want to emphasize to all of you that there were two weeks between these dreams. I had no idea that Jen had this dream and that she had written this down. Mm -hmm. Um, So we just want to go through and uh, let you know what those things are. The first thing is the renewing of the vows. In both of our dreams, you and Chris were renewing your vows. Both of them were outside of the church. Mine was in a tent, and Jen's was, as she said, outside of St. Giles, in um, outside the building in the green space there. In both dreams, Jen had a black dress on underneath the white dress, and in mine, she did as well. Jen's mom, Pat Brown, was also in both of our dreams. The preparation of getting ready what took place in both dreams in two smaller buildings, in Jen's dream, it was at, in St. Giles, there's a bride's room. In mine, it was a separate brick building outside the tent. Also, there, the white dress was over the black in both dreams. Mm-hmm. There was a long delay, a long waiting period in both of them. The number 10, 10 in mine was the bridesmaids. 10 was the time mm-hmm. for you, the 1045. Mm-hmm. And then um, after the long waiting period, half of... The people in the tent in my dream left, but in yours they were antsy, and really the feeling was they were about to leave. Mm -hmm. And it ended as the ceremony was about to begin in both of our dreams. So just amazing, all of those things that are so similar. Mm -hmm. It's it's compelling. It will make you think (laughs) twice, and and for five years. It'll make you think five years about (laughs) it, which is what we've done. Yes. So one thing that I want to really just jump into right now is a little bit of interpretation of these Mm -hmm. specific elements of what we think they mean right now. And I will say in my 
in my dream, my black dress that I wore had silver roses embossed all over the dress. And I remember looking down and it was beautiful and it was comfortable and it fit me, but I knew it wasn't appropriate. And really what the Lord, I believe, is wanting to say to that is he has redeemed our humanity and silver represents redemption and roses. I am um, the lily of the valley, a rose of Sharon. There's a lot of I am statements in Song of Solomon, and that is where the Lord has led me mostly in my study of, of understanding these dreams. And the thing that jumped out at me was when the Shulamite bride said, I am dark, but lovely. It is that aha moment of I'm created. I'm a created being and there is darkness. There's been hard work. There's been toil. There have been things that the sun has scorched my skin, but you, you say I'm lovely. And that's to me at the heart of what that black dress with silver roses mean. Well, let's talk about renewing of vows. Mm -hmm. You know, that really signifies kind of reawakening, returning to our, our first love. Yes. Yes, I agree. And that's, um, you just recently uh, were praying for someone and you brought up that scripture in Revelation where it talks about the, is it the seven churches? Yes. And um, you can talk more about that, but it was the church. Ephesus? Ephesus, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just like, you've done so many things, it says in Revelation. You've, you've got all these things going for you and you hate the Nicolaitans, which I also hate, but there's one thing against you. You've lost your first love. And I really feel like that's where a lot of believers have been lately. And, and honestly, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't second guess that the Lord has been shaking the church awake right now in yes. the pandemic to return to your first love, return yes. to me. Um, so yes, renewing of the vows, returning to your first love. What do you think is significant about outside? What do you think that means and symbolizes in the dreams? Yeah, so this was more recent and because over COVID, I kept hearing this phrase, you know, church without walls, like mm -hmm. we're going outside the building. And so now more than ever, the fact that the dreams took place outside of mm -hmm. the church walls, really, I believe that's why these dreams are really a now mm -hmm. word. Because that is literally what's happening in the physical right now. Yes. Even the dream that showed up in, or the church that showed up in my dream was St. Giles, and we are literally meeting outside. Yes, and we did. We ended up just gathering some people and we called it Porch Church. Mm -hmm. and we met outside mm -hmm. for how many months? Like several months. Several well, no months. churches were meeting. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, moving along, the mother of the bride, my mom, showed up in both of our dreams. And I really feel like the significance of her um, helping to prepare me is the church. Mm -hmm. I think mother, mother of the bride in so many biblically based um, books that I've read on dream interpretation says mother represents the church. And so she's mm -hmm. helping to prepare, mm -hmm. helping. Um, what do you take, what's your take on the preparation being in smaller rooms or um, in your dream, it was a set apart building. Do you have any symbolism there that the Lord has shown you? Well, I will just have a little disclaimer here. This is just my, we prophesy in part, right? That's right. So this is just my two cents. And again, this comes back to just recently mm -hmm. um, with meeting in smaller groups mm -hmm. and really the intimacy that we have encountered, you know, in meeting with, with smaller groups mm -hmm. where we really have seen the fivefold ministry. Mm -hmm. We have seen each other's giftings. 
Um, I'm going to totally shout out to your husband and the beautiful Aww. gifting of pastor that he has mm -hmm. that um, I have seen in such a beautiful and powerful way yeah. as we've met in smaller groups. Mm -hmm. So is the Lord trying to say something to us? Yeah, I think what we've experienced is just people's individual gifts and callings being activated. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've witnessed that. It's been remarkable. Well, what about um, the white dress over the black? Now, this is kind of, yeah. let's let's just go there. Let's just mm -hmm. release what we feel like we have um, tarried over and, and sought yeah. the Lord over. So what's, what's your first take on the white dress over the black? Yeah, well, I, I believe it's the righteousness of Christ, and it's um, covering our humanity. Yeah, well, in Back to the Dreams with the delay, you see in your dream a significant amount of people not there at the time of the ceremony. They have left, mm -hmm. and in mine, they were just getting agitated and wanted to leave because it wasn't ha it, the ceremony wasn't happening quick enough. So yeah, I do think that people are either running to God we're running to an alternative. And yeah. and we would just say right now, yeah. it is worth it to yes. run to God. He is Amen. exciting. He yes. is relevant. Yes. And he is the only one that saves. So mm -hmm. for me, I've already shared the significance of the time, 1045, and how it was October, the 10th month mm -hmm. of um, the fourth day, and then 1046 in the morning. So that's what got my attention right now, but what, what do you have for the number 10? Right, so right after that dream, um, I thought of 10, and of course it was uh, with the bridesmaids. And so Matthew 25 came to mind right away mm -hmm. with the, the parable of the 10 virgins. Yeah. And five were prepared, five were unprepared. And so that's what stood out to me even um, for the dream is the preparation of the bride, the, the, the importance of the preparation of the bride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, our last point here that was the same in both dreams is that both dreams ended as the ceremony was getting ready to commence. And I don't really have much to say about that other than could that mean that right now we are at a threshold of awakening. Mm -hmm. We are at a threshold of the global church getting serious again about yeah. our first love. Yes. Amen, Jen. I think that's right on. Well, as we move on from this shotgun list of things that are similar, Mel, would you share with our listeners really some of the, the nuggets that the Lord has given you? Yeah. You know, before we move on, I wanted to also just, um, we'll put this in our show notes, mm -hmm. but reference Terry Furr. She is a pastor at the Refuge Church. She has a phenomenal 12-part teaching. It was going to be three weeks long, and this was over COVID and ended up being 12 weeks. And it's all about um, filling our lamps. Yes. That's the title. And it is just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So go check that out. Um, so on October 19th, when I was having my quiet time, I asked the Lord what was on his heart. And he replied, the preparation of my bride. And he said, I want her to embrace her humanity like I did on the earth, but to know that she's clothed with righteousness priestly garments, holiness, and love. She is clothed and adorned by heaven. I want her to know who she is and to fully walk in her identity. And as each of my sons and daughters walks in this identity and their own destiny, she will become unified with one main purpose and vision, to love me and to love one another. I'm shaking my bride to test her footing, her foundation, which really we've talked about that is what's been happening. Mm -hmm. 
And also just in reference to foundation, that scripture in Ephesians 3.17, to be rooted and established in love. And he said, I'm looking for a lover made up of lovers. What is dividing my bride? Not outside circumstances, but a lack of the foundation of love. Cracks in the foundation are, and this list could go on and on, religiousness, wrong theological mindsets, pride, territorial jealousy, greed. We can just fill in the blanks. Renewing our vows to you, and this is me back to the Lord in that quiet time. Renewing our vows to you is like strengthening our foundation of love. It's a revival, awakening of that first love. Mm, That's so good, Mel. That's so powerful. And our producer has reminded us that David Chadwick Mm -hmm. just preached a sermon last week on the parable of the ten virgins. And what he said was that the the bridegroom would go off for 12 months to build a house for their future. And after those 12 months, he would come back. And if the the bride-to-be's lamp was still lit, mm-hmm. he knew that she was ready and willing to be married to him. Wow. Yeah. That is so significant. Yes. Yes. Chills. <laughs> Well, this really is about filling our lamps right now. We really believe the main message that is the Lord is wanting to shout to all of us is fill your lamp, spend time with Jesus, get filled with the Holy Spirit. And what we want to say to our listeners right now is we believe that part of preparation is recognizing the gifts that you've been given, the call that's on your life, the gifts that God has given to you that are irrevocable. So that's kind of like the the main thing that we want people to understand is what are your wedding garments? What are your gifts? Mm -hmm. Be activated in those gifts. So as we kind of wrap up this segment here, I think it's on both of our hearts, Mel, to Mm -hmm. want to pray for our listeners, to pray for revelation, and and so their lives can ultimately be transformed and on fire, a bride fully awake, fully dressed, powerful and radiant, ready to receive her groom. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Let's just move on into a time of prayer Mm -hmm. um, as we just continue to meditate on the goodness of God. Lord, we are so grateful for your voice in our lives that you desire to speak to each one of us. Mm -hmm. Father, I do pray right now that you would release the gift of dreams to people listening. Mm Father, that you would visit them at the night watch, give them visions of the night as they rest. And I just speak rest over the souls, rest and peace in the name of Jesus. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Express. We're so glad you're here with us today. Make sure to check out today's show notes and we hope you join us on the next adventure.